Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to They Know on Silent Podcasts, giving you all the chatter, all the vibes on Australian Survivor Titans versus Rebels. I'm Sarah and with me today is my work wife. I've missed her. It's Annabelle. Hey, Annabelle. Hey, Sarah. Oh my God. I have missed you so much. I've been watching this season. I've been mentally taking notes of what I would say to you. And it's just getting crazier and crazier. Where have you been? Yes. So today, for everybody, we're covering episodes seven, eight, and nine. Full spoilers for all the episodes which have aired Nothing ahead because we don't know. And there might be potential light spoilers for previous seasons. Annabelle, tell me all about this season. What has been your reaction? How have you found the first nine episodes? What are your hopes, fears and dreams? I'm loving it because I think there's like a great mixture of fans of the game 
who are very familiar with the strategy. Um, fans of the show who probably don't have a lot of concept around the strategy behind it, but have, you know, maybe watched a season or two and loved all the drama and are here to, to recreate some of that drama. <laughs> and then we've got some like level 10 chaos influencers who have no idea what they're doing, but they're causing all of the drama anyway. And I just think it's, it's this beautiful culmination of the three groups. And oh my gosh, Sarah, mistakes have been made. And those mistakes have led to beautiful television. Yes. It's so well put. And we don't uh, generally dwell on the challenges, but I have to say the challenges have been fantastic. The, the gutter, the ball in the gutter challenge in episode seven in particular was so inventive and so intricate and so interesting to watch. I watched the challenges. I know some people fast forward through them. Uh, I don't fast, I, I fast forward through on, um, on my rewatch, but I actually like watching the challenges. It is Survivor after all. I like the challenges as well. I think they do a good job with them. They're quite engaging to watch. Um, And, you know, as I always say, competence is sexy. How am I supposed to know who my crush picks are if I'm kind of not seeing them be really good at putting balls in holes, holding up balls? I liked the um, spelling bee challenge when he announced it. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, finally, slay. And then he's like, it's spelling bee, but with cardio and muscular endurance. I'm like, of course, of course, JLP. (laughs) And then we had wrestling in the water. It was like, is there, this is a spelling bee? But, you know, uh, Annabelle, as you know, everyone can spell. Oh, yes. Everyone can spell, especially Kelly, really good mm-hmm. at spelling. Alex, yes. really good at spelling. Um, these people incredibly managed to be hot and definitely super smart. <laughs> And that's what we want. So let's uh, let's just talk about Kelly briefly. Uh, she returns from her overnight trip to the Titans. I found production a little slack because they said her task was to sabotage the challenge and if she did, then she could return to the Rebels. She didn't sabotage the challenge, but she returned to the Rebels. I know they have to have non-elimination rounds. It's just a fact of, of life for Australian Survivor. And I thought, given that you have to have them, I thought that the go to the other tribe and sabotage was actually really inventive. What did you think about that from the week before? I loved that twist. However, I am with you. I think because she failed to sabotage the challenge by not participating in in it, I thought that the rules then stated she had to stay with the Titans challenge, which is what she wanted anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. So um, it, it did feel very odd to me that she didn't complete what was asked of her. It, it kind of just ended up being automatic immunity for her. Yes, absolutely, because it didn't matter which tribe won, she was going to be safe. And, I mean, and then the next episode there's a swap, so it sort of doesn't matter. But I think, like, I'm going to give production their flowers for making the non-elimination at least at least a little more interesting yeah. in the setup, just in practice it wasn't except we got the gorgeous morning, Samoa, the sun rises, the birds are tweeting, the rebels get out of their beds yawning. There's Kelly and and they say to her, what happened? And she says, 
I orchestrated the ouster of Nathan. This, I would die for Kelly. I just want to put it out there. Yes. I have loved Kelly. She is a train wreck. Um, she is totally going far in this game. People are going to take that goat all the way for the sacrificial slaughter far, far, far into it. Um, and I, I loved this. Yes, she's orchestrated the Nathan vote, but they're all a united front and they were all voting for Nathan anyway. But she also wasn't there to see the vote, so she doesn't actually know how it went down. But she That's was right. the mastermind. She was the mastermind. She doesn't know the strategic players. No. She can't tell them the alliances. But she's wearing his jacket. I mean, just fantastic. Am I, am I giving her too much credit here? And the answer is yes. But do you yes, think she was right. intentionally yes. not giving anything away? No. Or do you think she's just, no, 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 you're right. No. We're jumping ahead a bit, but yeah, I do, loved do. In the last episode of the week where Raymond kind of pulls her aside for a bit of a tete-a-tete and says, you know, we're each on the bottom of our alliances. We're kind of the ditzes. We should stick together. He's like, let's just keep pretending we're dumb. <laughs> and Kelly turns around and she goes, no, no, no. I, I actually am dumb. <laughs> She's not dumb, but, I mean, she is a conundrum. She is a real conundrum. It seems yes. to me in these three episodes that I, I saw a marked change in her attitude. She seems much more clamped down. I mean, again, it's the edit. Much more snippy. She has a snip at Alex on this morning. And it's like, well, sweetheart, you're the reason that Alex is here. So I don't quite know what's happened, but I let's see how the swap uh treats her let's jump to the swap it is their reward the most important reward of the season drop your buffs and we end up with mirror tribes of majorities of either six or seven and minorities of three in each tribe how did you find this swap and in particular the mechanic of it that each person had to unwrap their buff and could be cheered by people who didn't know which tribe they were going to be on. Did you like this mechanic or do you prefer the Jeff Probst that you can all open your buffs at the same time? Yeah, look, honestly, I felt it could have been an email. It did go on a little bit long. The only part that I thought was a bit weird was the Raymond buff where he pulled it yeah. second, which meant he got to choose, but he had to choose there and then instead of getting to choose at the end, which is how traditionally I think in the US we would have seen it. Um, so he just chooses the place with a tarp. I mean, I didn't hate it. It was it was fine is the language that I would use. Um, and we do end up with sort of quite clear rebel majority on one, Titan majority on the other. But because week one of this show was such chaos um, and so many relationships are so fractious, this, it really doesn't turn out to be a clear majority on either. Wild. Yes. I mean, we would normally be worried for the, the minorities of three on their original tribes. That's shaking in a corner, wondering which of the other to vote for to save yourself. Whereas, in fact, on both tribes, that minority of three has turned out to be the power players. So very intriguing there. Uh, yes, I liked it at first when they were revealing one at a time and then I thought actually no you could have all revealed at once and then Raymond would have chosen which tribe he wanted to go on but hey 
I'm always happy for production to try something new. Yeah, same. Like again, didn't hate it. I would it was fine. Um it just went on a little bit long like I didn't need to see. It, as you say, they're cheering, "Yeah, you're on this tribe," but they don't even know what tribe they're on anyway. Yes. Yes. That was a, a little strange. So, into Tribal Council goes new rebels. Take us through the lead up to this Tribal Council. I mean, it was wild. This was wild. So we, I think so much of week one is clearly important to week two. That's that's not a hot take. But we've seen that, you know, previously on original Titans, Mark and the Vs have kind of rallied the troops to go after Caroline. And then for some bizarre reason, decided to pull the plug on it when she found out. And I think that was a huge mistake because I actually think the decision by Caroline here to flip on on Mark and Viola, uh, Viola and, and target Viola was correct. She had to do that. She knew Viola was coming for her. Viola wanted to come for her this episode, um, but Mark talked her out waiting one, one go. And I think then subsequently, once the middle-aged mafia has flipped on Mark, he has to then come for them. So it's it was this suboptimal decision to come for Caroline last week um, and then pull the plug on it, which is where I think the mistake was made because we basically, we get to New Rebels Beach um, and the middle-aged mafia is kind of rallying and Caroline puts her foot down and says, Eden, I don't give an F about your paranoia and what you think. We've got to get out Viola. She's clearly coming for me. We can't trust her and that'll bring Mark back into the fold. Eden wheezes his pants a little bit over it. Um, and then Caroline and Kitty do a much, much, much better job at bringing in the original Rebels um, in the form of Rihanna. Is the other one called Sarah? Um, yes. And then Ooh, careful. <laughs> Alex, Alex kind of doesn't. Alex is Alexing. Yes. Yes. Look, I think that's very well put. If you are going to make a move and it is found out do you think you then just have to press forward with the move if you have the numbers or retreat as mark and viola did at, at that point you've burnt the bridge i mean i was just listening to the exit interview shannon did with viola and she was saying well once she found out about it i felt like we had to pull our feet, our foot off the accelerator. I felt like I had convinced her that I had just put her name out as a decoy. But even if that was, even if Caroline really bought that it was just a decoy, and I suspect she didn't, why did you put out her name at all? Like that's going to piss her off. At that point, you have already sown the seeds of fracture within that relationship I think you've got to keep going with it double down on your relationship with winner Jaden oh I completely is Jaden on that tribe as well um <laughs> Jaden's just wherever he wants to be Jaden is vibing. Jaden is living his best life I'm obsessed with Jaden. I like, I love him. I love that every single episode we get the gratuitous shots of Jaden's bro gym. Um, he is category three influencers who have no idea what they're doing, but causing drama as well. And I oh, love it every minute. Yes. I mean, what do you think they should have done with the Caroline sitch once it was blown up? Well, I, I look, I think it's too early and it's, it's easy for me to say, say that sitting back here. I felt a lot of the moves were early. The seeds of the Ferris Kirby Grand War 
were sown so early. And I think, what a shame, because they're Island Daddy and Island Mummy, and I want them to put on their Get Along shirt and work together. But because of, of unnecessary early cute actions, and I'm looking at you, Kirby, you do yeah. not need to vote. And if you were going to vote with the with the cuddle crew, you needed to tell your supposed alliance, I am going to vote with them so that I will have an in for information later. So it was the voting and the uh, no, the not telling of it that really fractured. And it was so early. It was their first tribal council. It was ridiculous. So- I, I, th- I don't think, Ker- I mean, Kirby is obviously naturally talented at the game insofar as oh, people gravitate towards her they instinctively trust her but I don't think Kirby has really watched the show or has any idea what she's doing um and I think that is manifesting itself in very poor strategic gameplay um and I think making that decision to um as you say the unnecessary decision to vote with the cuddle crew um immediately breaks trust with Garrick and Ferris. And again, I don't blame them for then wanting to come for her because you can't trust her. You never know where she's going to vote. And in fairness, if it hadn't been for the twist where Kelly is sent to the Titans, it we do it does seem to look like Rihanna would have gone home. Yes, yes. By the numbers that we were being shown. So again, I feel that Viola and Mark perhaps Mark in particular, but but also Viola, wanting to come for Caroline. It's so early. It's so early, particularly for Mark, who is solid in a group of four and a group of three. Why would you want to break that up at this it, point? It makes no sense. I mean, and, and it was so petty. Like, this is back on the Titans. So it was the Vs driving this. It wasn't so much Mark, but the Vs were really mad. And I, this was reiterated in Viola's exit interview, that Caroline clearly didn't trust the Vs and was playing quite aggressively by following the two of them around and not letting them have private conversations. And that put them really offside. But I think you kind of just have to cop it at that stage. There was no real reason to fracture it. Um, And then once they come to this new tribe, I think the mistake here was not making the move straight away. And that was on Mark because, you know, Viola was saying, I think we need to go for Caroline. I think we need to go for Caroline. And, um, and Mark said, no, 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 it's too early. And, And in one sense, he's not wrong, but by voting for Sarah, then at this tribal, it, it's going to be so much harder for them to get the original rebels on side when they then want to make a move at the next tribal. Now, they didn't know that Viola was going to go out here at this at this vote, and this is making it doubly hard for Mark at the next vote because not only has he written Sarah's name down, but Caroline didn't. She's already halfway towards you know, her end point of, of solidifying them with them. So uh, they, I think it was the definitely the correct move for Caroline to go for Viola. I think that Mark and Viola, knowing they couldn't trust Caroline because they'd already put her name out, did need to double down on, on schmoozing the OG rebels. Yes, we needed a bit more schmoozing in slightly different places across all three uh, episodes, I think, and we'll get more into that. So, Viola, before we leave Episode 7, 
your thoughts on Viola? Queen. Oh, I had the biggest crush on her. She was so gorgeous. I was surprised that she wasn't closer with Jaden. I think she was quite hurt that he ended up writing her name down. That said, I get the impression that Jaden will just vote for literally whoever the last person he's told to vote for. So I, I personally would not be taking it too hard. <laughs> yes, yes. He he hears one name and that's the name. <laughs> So let's plunge on into episode eight. Goodbye, Viola. We miss you a lot. Uh, Mark wants revenge. And it becomes a who, you know, who shot first. Mark, you came for them first. And after the Viola vote out, it seems to me that Kitty and Caroline, and these are archetypes we see again and again voted out, first, second tribal. Here we have two older women, not middle-aged, but two older women are still there on this tribe. Kelly is still there on the other tribe. How are the three older women still here? It's 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 a it's a magical season. I just have I to love interpolate it. that. And I think it's a combo, right, of them being very socially savvy. Everyone adores Kitty. Kitty seems to be the person who brings people in. Caroline's clearly quite strategically savvy, a fan of the game, not just the show. Um, and then I think that the the jock influences really shot themselves in the foot by being so strategically off-putting and socially off-putting. Um, so it's really, it's been a great day for for us middle-aged ladies who, um, <laughs> who, who are fans because everybody else is so bloody obnoxious. We get to skate right on through. Yes, and even uh, at the Tribal Council where Alex comes in, in the minority and JLP says, why should they keep you? And having seen five of the last six vote outs being the so-called muscle people what does he do shows his biceps it's like Alex oh. look at what's going on please sweet summer oh. child Alex is I <laughs> uh, look I came in for the probably through the first week and I, I think this is a sentiment shared by a lot of people I was like Alex really please himbo um I've grown to love Alex. I think that Same. he's the the best of this archetype. Like if you are going to be the kind of egomaniacal himbo, like really lean into it. We saw this with Nathan was iconic as well. I actually, one of my colleagues is a very good friend of Nathan and he still hasn't got around to watching, watching the show yet. And I was like, oh, you're going to be so proud of him. He nails douchebag. He, he was the king of the douchebags. And he's like, Annabelle, that's so mean. I was like, no, I mean, that is a compliment. When you watch the show, <laughs> you'll see he, he delivered on the entertainment value. Um, and I think, so So Alex is here, he's flexing, why do we keep you? I want to talk about Mark in this second episode and what he's lined up with, because he was getting a lot of criticism online for making this move and for it not going to plan. And he had to make this move, in my opinion. I disagree with all of the takes that he didn't, because we even see Caroline in confessionals saying, I'm going to come for Mark at some point. And this is really the only time that Mark's going to have the numbers in this swap area to, to get her, because he's got enough original 
rebels to work with. There's going to be three of them. And he knows that they're splitting the vote. So once he knows that they're splitting the vote, this is his one shot to have four against, you know, next time it would be three. The problem for Mark is that A, he voted for them in the form of Sarah at the last tribal. He hasn't been building relationships with anyone but Alex. And so therefore, he's really relying on Alex's relationship with Sarah and Rihanna to pull this off. What he doesn't know is that Alex doesn't really have a relationship with Rihanna and Sarah, okay? He's one of the socially off-putting jocks. Um, and also, Sarah and Rihanna and Alex, all part of type three influencers who have no idea what they're doing. So it's he's it's hurting cats, Sarah. Absolutely. And and I and we do, we are going to come to what I believe is an actual live tribal. People talk about a lot of tribals being live. I believe that most people go into a tribal knowing who they're going to vote for. On occasion, something happens. There's a feeling and and an audible is called, which we do see here as the three three split becomes a pile onto Sarah, which of course was was very smart. But why is Mark? Why do you think that Mark was not accepting the olive branch from Caroline and Kitty, which? which I thought was a very generous olive branch. I don't know if I would have been. Perhaps well, perhaps if you win, you are feeling more magnanimous. So you're saying that if Mark was going to make the move, this was the time. He didn't put in enough footwork, could we say, in that he didn't put in the time with Sarah and Rihanna. I mean, it seems to me on a split, the very first thing you do is make friends with the people who aren't in your tribe. Okay, if here's you can. my answer. Here's my argument. All of Mark's crimes were committed in previous episode. Like crime one was coming for Sarah back on OG Titans. Crime two is then not targeting Caroline on the first swap tribal and therefore voting for Sarah, not investing in those relationships, letting Caroline and Kitty build those relationships instead. I think the situation that he is put in here he does the best that he can possibly do. He has very limited time, probably like one, two days. The girls already don't like him because he's voted for them. Um, Caroline's kind of telling them not to trust him and to vote for them. And they, they love Caroline and Kitty, so they're buying that. And I think they find his kind of strategist superfan vibes off-putting. So he's having to start from way, way, way behind and claw his way to the front. So his move here then is to say, okay, I do have social capital with Alex, who, according to Alex, has a great relationship with these two women. I'm going to use him to bring them in. Alex then comes back to him and goes, oh, I think you might, I think you might need to get in there as well. He gets in there as well. The girls screw him over. He comes back to the girls and tries to explain to them with logic no, 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 no. I don't care. Like clearly they're, they're feeding the information you're giving them back to me. They're not with you. Come to my side. I don't care. I'm not mad at you, but you can't explain with logic, game logic to people who don't understand the game. So I, I, but he also can't make that emotional connection because he doesn't have enough time and he's already blown it in previous episodes. So well, actually, if you, yeah, yeah. If you go to someone when you want something, 
That yes. can't be the first conversation that you have. You already need to have talked about their dog and their favourite holiday spot and their grandmother's, you know, chicken recipe. Then you ask for something. If the first contact you have is asking for something, it's already too late. But on this wild running from one to another to another and people saying to each other, are you voting for me to their face? It's like, is this a survivor? Uh, it intrigued me that when the tale was brought to Kitty, they are coming for you, Mark is coming for you because he's swapped from Caroline to Kitty. She doesn't take a moment to consider it and she says, no, that's not possible. And I was really surprised because I've been impressed by Kitty. I love her lovely low voice. And she's mm. very calm. She's very competent, which, as you say, is very sexy. She seems to uh, have the game mind and the strategy mind. And yet, having voted out Mark's Viola, shall we say, she wasn't his, but she was his close mm. uh, ally. Why was she so unwilling to even pretend to take Sarah's tale with any with any seriousness? Yeah, and and to what extent is this a testament to Mark's brilliance? And to what extent is it her? her misread and I'd say Caroline's misread as well because it was delusional to think that voting out Mark's best friend would bring him closer to them as opposed to sowing irreversible damage in that relationship so I think they they are the ones who made the mistake here in trusting him um, they should have been targeting him at this episode. I think Mark played as well as he possibly could with the cards that he had in his hand at this stage. It's not his fault. Rihanna and Sarah are not amazing and are completely and obviously blowing up his his spot at Tribal to the point where Eden is saying, oh, I don't think this split is a good idea. We need to pile on Sarah to the point where, you know, Rihanna's like, I don't know. I'm just going to vote for Mark. Like the he, oh, that he was wild. <laughs> like what? You're right. Kitty, Eden, Caroline needed to double down on their new relationships here in Target Mark because it was always delusional thinking that he would ever trust them again after they blindsided him this early in the game. Yes, and and so powerfully because he clearly was very he and the v's were such a tight three yes i think i think you're absolutely right it's you're not going to get him back no. so if you cut him you need to cut him more and more you need to isolate him you need to gather sarah and rihanna to your bosom you know you need to never think for a moment that mark is back on your side unless he comes to you cap in hand asking for a truce and even then don't believe him no, no. You you go all in at that point. So I think everyone was harsh on Mark in this episode because he lost the battle. But I actually think all the mistakes really were made by everybody else. Yes, he, he only lost it by one vote, which is Rihanna's vote for Mark. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, as for playing his idol when, quote, he didn't need to, I would have played my idol. Even you know, no matter who I was at that tribal council, I would have gone. I'm just like it has a it has a you can't hang on to them forever, and they're no good to you back in Jury Villa. He knows that Kitty, Caroline, and Eden are telling the girls and Alex that the vote is Mark. Okay, so he already knows that that's 
that's coming out of their mouths. He also knows that the three of them blindsided him at last tribal. So I don't think there's any, like what he is trying to put together is an audacious plan. He also knows that his spot was blown up to Kitty and Caroline. And you're completely right. Why on earth would they not believe that information? Uh, so uh, he had to play the idol here. He had to play the idol here. Yes, I, I agree. And what's amazing is after those two episodes, all the main players except for Viola are still still on that beach. They're like, still incredible. Wrong. They're still and, there. And Caroline it. says, I'm not going for Mark straight away. I still have plans for him. So they still don't seem to be he needed to die, honeys. If I'm on there, I'm on Mark's side because I'm a Mark stan, but I mm-hmm. also adore Kitty and Caroline. Big crush on Kitty like you. They they what are you doing, sweetie girly pops? Kill Mark. Yes. yes. It it's this going for the lieutenant idea that everybody has. No. Like, just don't don't go for lieutenants anymore, please. But speaking of going for lieutenants, episode nine. <laughs> Oh my so gosh. we're over on uh, we're over on New Rebels where there's a rebel minority of three, and uh, as you say, we're going to have a, a spelling bee, which is just brilliant. What was all this stuff about Kelly, her bad juju, as far as Ferris is concerned, and where on earth did he get this idea that she had an idol? Yeah, this was weird. Ferris, king of bad reads. Um, he is someone I'm putting in category two, fan of the show, but not super on it with the game. Um, he needed more childhood trauma, I, I think, so that he could have better reads on people because he's just too confident in his own opinions and that he's got people on side. And we are seeing repeatedly that he seems to be quite socially off-putting to a lot of people. Um, and and people do not get good juju, in fact, from him. Um, he seems to think that Kelly has an idol because Kelly is uncharacteristically quiet. Uh, my personal theory on yeah. this is that she's hungry and she's finally realised everyone hates her and that's really killing her mood. I think that Kelly in small doses would be fabulous and so she's used to being fabulous and people living on a beach with her day after day are finding her a little wearing, shall we say. Yes. Uh, But I I have noticed, you know, her being snippy, as I said, her being, it's not grumpy exactly, but we're used to such ebullience from her. And she's sort of ferreting around a bit in in a... in a very suspicious, like her physicality is very suspicious. And she did have something that she put in her bag, bundled into her bag, which she tells Kirby was her socks or her top or something like that. So Ferris is looking and looking, but he is misreading. And, of course, the great thing is now (laughs) that Kelly and Kirby have word that he thinks she has an idol. It's like, how can this be used? So we see Kirby's game mind turning on, how can this be used? And this is where I think we see that Ferris and Kirby are not fans of the game. They are fans of the show. If everybody thinks you have an idol, but you then don't really say what your your strategy is for using it, um, that just puts all the heat on your allies, right? So Kirby is actually putting heat on herself 
by spreading this rumor that Kelly has an idol? Because otherwise people might think Kirby has the idol and they'd target Kelly instead. So this is a terrible idea for Kirby. It's also a bad idea for, I mean, it's great for Ferris, but it sucks for Garrick who goes out because he might have an idol. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I think that they've got the idea that this is something that you might do having watched the show, but they haven't really thought out how this would play within the context of the game and the strategy. Speaking of thinking out how things play and the strategy, Eileen. Oh, we all love Eileen. Um, she is incredible. She is, it must be so frustrating playing with these dude bros. That said, that said, I do think it was not a good idea to publicly implore everybody to stick together as the rebels when she can't trust Kirby. And it did allow Kirby then to seal their fate by going to the three swing votes and saying, Eileen is putting your name out. Like if those three weren't already on Kirby's side, knowing that someone within the four is already wanting to turn on them sealed that deal. Um, so even though Eileen does have great reads, I think her her strategic plays haven't always been super solid. Her split vote with the Sarah piece was like a little bit too cute um, back in the day in week one. This bit here was just... Like, you should be having private conversations, not big public conversations. Yes. I'm always very suspicious of everybody around the water well and let's say a name. Everyone on the beach, come on, guys, let's stick together. Okay, we're going to stick together. None of those things are ever true, <laughs> ever. No. Um, something, something I wanted to pick your brain about is the Charles of it all. Charles, very hot. The Charles of it all. Where does Charles sit within the original Titans? Because he's the only one we don't see in an alliance. He's not Mark and the Three Vs. He's not in the Middle-Aged Mafia. He's not in the Himbo's crew. So who who is Charles with here? Who is Charles with and could we please hear from him? Yeah, we finally met Charles in this very yes. last episode, so that was nice. Yes, I believe in Charles. She, he is the winner pick of of last week of my last week's uh, guest, Lisa Holmes. So there you go, Charles. Uh, that's someone who's actually one survivor. So she sees something in you. There's something about him being on his own original beach with Winner and Valeria. It's a really intriguing threesome. I wanted more original uh, Titans content of these these three, because we don't know what their past relationship is. We don't feel a fracture because we haven't been shown it, but I would have loved, but, you know, look, they can't show things that they don't have. I felt like Charles felt very secure in this threesome. In fact, I thought the whole threesome felt very secure. Yes. I think they all figured out that they were not in trouble, that they were not the three minority that was in trouble, but, in fact, the power three. Yeah, they knew that from the moment they hit the beach. And from what we've seen on the show and what we've heard in exit interviews, it seems like everyone loves Charles on the the OG Titans. Um, and we know that Winner, because he's king of voting against the Himbos, has actually voted with Valeria pretty much every episode. So mm -hmm. um, I imagine that three are strong. 
uh, there's no reason for them to mistrust each other. And Kirby and Ferris, like, live rent-free in each other's minds, you know? That is such a toxic relationship. Um, I, I think they knew there was no universe in which they would all be sticking together. And I was surprised. So when Eileen does this little rally, the troops speech, Kirby gives her absolutely nothing. Like Kirby will not say, yes, I'm willing to stick with the crew. And then the edit kind of makes it look like that's what Kirby was actually going to do. And so she's totally shooketh that Ferris and Garrick are going to vote for her. I thought that was odd. Yes, I don't think there was a moment that, that Kirby, well, she might have considered it because you have to consider everything that you're brought. But I think that the original Titans, now Titans minority on the new Titans, if you follow, are in such a strong position. And the one the thing that we do hear them considering is if they go with Kirby, it's a three. And if they go with Ferris, it's a four. And maybe just shaving the numbers is going to be where they go. Not that their loyalty is necessarily with Kirby, although we we see how magnetic she is. People just love her. I think this original Titans 3 minority could turn out to be a very strong threesome going forward. Winner... A recruit, I believe, not doesn't know the show. He's actually for one of those. He's doing quite well, I think. He's but amazing. He's doing, he's doing it by listening to other people. He's doing it by not necessarily having his own plans, but listening to other people and how they present information to him, and therefore what he's going to do. His votes right from the first episode have been really intriguing. It's like I feel like he's one of the people that actually sees what's going on. He may not be able to formulate uh, and drive a strategy himself, but he sees wisdom in the strategy. I mean, he's fascinating. Yeah, uh, winner is my winner pick. I think he's great. He's he's out for himself. I don't think he's ever going to put a target on his back by have, driving big strategic plays because he's not capable of doing that. But he is clearly very strong socially. He can lie with a straight face, which is more than 90% of this cast can do. I know. People yeah. saying, oh, I can't, I can't look them in the eyes and lie. Well, you should have grown up in a very troubled house yes. where you had to cover everything up just I'm not Literally. recommending it but what I'm saying is it does set you up for these games I, I said it before I'll say it again you want to be better have more childhood trauma mm-hmm. um he is and he's also I believe has a pre-game relationship with two people I can't remember who Jayden those two in particular yes yeah so he, he and Jaden have done a, t- uh, a TikTok together and I think it was one other person as well. Um, anyway, so he is, I, I'm very high on him. I'm very mm-hmm. high on him. Um, and this, I think this three might actually swing back. So I, I can see them coming for Eileen at some point because they don't trust her. But I I, I think they will take out Kirby before the merge as well and identify oh, her as a very magnetic power player i think that this three are going to want to keep control and and go back to their some of their original titans um i i don't see them allowing kirby to maintain a strong alliance of three with scott question mark and kelly yes 
and knowing perhaps if they've picked it up that she has, a, you know, an, an alliance member on the other side ready to come back to. I mean, I think for Valeria it's very interesting. The, I mean, much though I'm sure it broke her heart seeing Viola go potentially, this is my reading of it, has made her think, right, I have to get myself through. How do I do that? First thing is gather Winner and Charles. Excellent. They voted together. They made a strong decision. They were in charge. And I think this is going to really buoy her through next week. Protect Valeria at all at all costs. I love her. I also I'm obsessed with the dynamic between her and Ferris. Like Ferris can't help himself. He's constantly mansplaining things in a really off-putting way to everybody else. Um, And that confessional she has where she's like, yes, my plan was to seduce Ferris, but I don't even need to. He's already telling me everything. (laughs) (laughs) She's awesome. So at the vote here now, Garrick goes out. Garrick knows he's going out. So I thought, okay, all right, tick one for the loss prevention officer who can no longer return to his job, presumably. Yes. Um, so all the shoplifters know what you look like now, Garrick. What are you going to do? Absolutely. <laughs> so Charlotte Fiddler, my very darling sister, asks a question here. She says, should Ferris have played his idol for Garrick if he also thought he was likely to go home? Not blindsided like he was. So I think I think her question here is, if Ferris knew that Garrick was going home, okay, if he believed Eileen and Garrick, should he have played the idol on Garrick? Yeah, but you still don't have that threesome. I don't know. Um, let me think about this. I uh, He said on Twitter that it had never occurred to him to play it for Garrick, and so when the idea was presented at Tribal Council, it was too, I don't know how flexible he is to be able to think in that moment. Ferris likes things to be Ferris's idea is the vibe I get. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like that explanation. But take that aside, should he play the idol for Garrick? Well, he's good at finding idols. I wonder what is Fer- I mean, what is Ferris's next move? He loses Garrick. It's now 333. So he needs to swing the original Titans minority 3 back to his side. And if what you say is true, that Valeria has her eye on Kirby next, it could be good for him that Garrick goes. Garrick was not in control of his face. No. Haley would have said to him, get your face better. Yeah, I I think playing the idol on Garrick here would have been a disaster because um, now he doesn't have an idol. A, B, he's also still not got the three. So he's still in it. He's now in a minority without an idol and everyone knows he doesn't have an idol anymore. Um, So I think that Garrick had to go here. I think you're right. Him and Garrick were an obviously tight pair. He's not an obviously tight pair with the other two. Um, And he, 
uh, and he still has an idol. So, and now, and there's only three of them. So they're more appealing to the other three. So I think he now needs to come back. He needs to eat humble pie. And instead of screeching about how uh, the three original Titans backstabbed him, which based on the snippet from next episode, it looks like that's going to happen. Oh, Ferris. Um, he needs to say, look, I get it. There was four of us, three of you, whatever. I understand. We still need to take out Kirby. She's so good at this game. Mm -hmm. Yes, I like that. So, no, I'm, I agree with you. I think playing the idol for Garrick uh, was not the correct move uh, at that time. I also don't think that the original Titans 3 minority stabbed you in the back. You each side made them an offer and they made their decision. It's not actually backstabbing. In my opinion. Finally, what do you think of Eileen's move to vote for Kelly and then turning to Kirby at Tribal Council to say, I didn't vote for you? Um, a mess. So, I mean, I think her decision not to vote for Kirby was a good one. It made sense to me. She knows Ferris has an idol. They all seem to believe Kelly has an idol. So if if both idols had been played whatever so I think it was that made sense um immediately turning to Kirby not amazing because it, she's now alienated you know I, she's alienating everybody is the problem because Kirby's like well you still didn't vote with me mm -hmm. now she's upset Kelly as well She's upset Ferris because he doesn't understand her logic. And she kind of looks a bit like a flaky player and too smart to the original three. Yes, yes. A bit, uh, you know, a little whiff of the Nick Air Danza in, uh, you know, where he, he was playing Survivor and yes. everybody else was playing Jolly Hockey Sticks. It's not quite uh, so, but it, even in her passion when she describes it, she doesn't go so far as to say, you dummies, look at the numbers, I'm right. I but told there you so. is, I told you so. I, I don't mind her voting for Kelly because if the original Titans minority does vote with her side, her side has triumphed. And if they don't, she can have a back pocket to go to Kirby privately and talk Queen to her loves a public declaration and I love yes. Eileen Stan Eileen I love her. but yes I can see the original OG Titans sticking with Kirby for one more vote voting off Eileen because she's the bigger threat like Ferris isn't good at, at moving strategically sorry he's not good at moving socially um and you know strategically is a question mark Eileen, definitely a bigger threat. And then I think Kirby's a bigger threat, threat than Ferris because she is so good at, at moving socially. So I can see my next two boot predictions for that tribe would be Eileen and then Kirby. And on the other side? Oh, interesting. You know what? This one's harder to read for me because um, I can see them still coming together to vote out Rihanna. But I think it should be Mark. Yes, I think it should be Mark, but I would be surprised if it was Mark, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was Mark, if you know what I yeah. mean. But I think yeah. Mark and Rihanna are there. No one in their right minds is going to vote out either Kelly or Alex. Anyone no. that knows the game, leave them in. Leave no. them in. They I know, agree. Um, no and and Mark, 
He could find another one. He could find another one. Yes. Um, yeah, no one's voting out Kelly or, or Alex. Those two, again, long for this game. Yes, they may feel a little down and out. Alex still never having voted correctly. Uh, but and, and Kelly may feel that people don't like her. But the thing is, you guys are golden. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you're so sweet. All right. I was going to ask you who your winner pick is, but I know that it is winner. So we shall put that down and see if you are right. Thank you. Who have you got out of interest? Uh, my winner pick was Frankie. Ah, R.I.P. R.I.P. So my draft was Frankie, Peter. (laughs) My draft is so obliterated. I'm in a draft of three people and I've lost everybody except for Ferris. So I think this is the worst draft of all time I've ever had. I have never had such a bad. I mean, I I won the draft when when, uh, Gabler, spoiler, when Gabler won his season because I perforce had to have him. So I can't yeah. even I can't even uh, claim claim you know good Oof. thinking there. No terrible terrible draft. Uh, but my my drag race draft is going really strong. So and that that's is what good. Counts. Yes. Annabelle, what have you got going on, and where can the people find you? So please follow us over Babes on the Brink, where Chili Philly from Australians, Australia Survivors, Brains vs. Braun and I are covering um, The Traitors USA Season 2. It has been a hoot, a wild season. Come and check it out. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Annabelle C.E. And do you have a podcast, a book or a project of someone else's or a charity that you'd like to promote? Yeah, so I would like to give a shout out to my friends uh, over in the UK. They have a great podcast covering the traitors. It's called It's Just a Game with three of the guys from Traitors UK Season 1. And it's always so much fun. Um, I would also like to plug the charity Safe Steps. So if you are based in Australia and someone, either yourself or someone you know, is facing family or intimate partner violence, please give Safe Steps a call um, and also fling them some money because so many people are affected by this. Uh, Fun fact, globally, women are more likely to be seriously injured by their partner than they are cancer or a road accident combined. Um, And for every woman, there are so many more children. Um, So please give them some money. And if you need their services, give them a call. What about you, Sarah? Well, you can follow me at Sarah Carradine on all the things. You can find me every Tuesday at RHAP Reality TV Rehap Ups, where Mari Forth and I bring you True Crime Review on Crime Scene, that's S-E-E-N. This week we covered They Called Him Mostly Harmless. And I am thrilled to announce that here on Silent Podcasts, the Aussie queens are back together again. Yes, Sarah and Annabelle will be bringing you everything you need to know about Alone Australia. Alone Australia, the second season, is coming up and we will be recapping the first season and giving you info on the second season such that we know it prior to the premiere on the 27th of March. Will you join me there? Oh, I can't wait, Sarah. Um, Alone. It's naked and afraid but with clothes on um, and so much more chaos. I'm really excited. Fantastic. 
So join me next week on They Know when my guest will be the winner of Survivor 44, Jam Jam. For today, my enormous thanks to my work wife, Annabelle, for joining me in beautiful Samoa, to Isaiah and the team at Silent Podcast. Till next time, remember, you can't kill the cook, at least not for the next few votes. Yeah! Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.